This is Brain Diet, episode 194, the three things that make you strong. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am sharing with you today the three things that make you strong. And I got the idea for this episode from a conversation I had with Ben, my husband, as we were driving and conversing, as we often do. And we were discussing the most gifted male athletes. We were talking about the greats, whether currently, who currently was an exceptional or is an exceptional athlete who over time is known in history as gifted and exceptional with their athletic abilities. And we were talking about people like Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry. We were talking about male athletes across all sports who were just especially or are just especially gifted. And Ben said, man, I want his body. Referring to Patrick Mahomes, he said, that would be so cool if I could have his body because I can't imagine that level of strength and function. This struck me because his entire reason for this statement of saying, man, I want that body. He wants to look and move and feel like Steph Curry's body solely for the purpose of strength and function. This struck me because, especially as females, I think we tend to look at bodies or look at appearances of other women and we aspire to them, we desire them solely for how they look. And I know there are many women that would want to look a certain way even if there were dramatic trade-offs. They would rather look a certain way physically, even if that person's body had a physical illness or, or pain or, or something internally that was not optimal. But people, women especially, would still opt for those bodies solely for the purpose of looking a certain way. And this contrast was not lost on me. The fact that Ben said, I want that body. I would love to have that body. Not because he necessarily wants to look a certain way, but because of the level of strength, athleticism, and and function is incredible in some of these male athletes. And with women, when we, and again, I'm making general statements here, but this is just from my own anecdotal experience that typically women aspire more to look a certain way, whereas at least Ben in this case aspires more to function a certain way. And one in the case of women is externally focused and the other is internally focused in the case of Ben and maybe other men, but I cannot speak for other men, obviously. But when it comes to women aspiring to look a certain way, often the reason that we want to look differently than we do, or we want to look like someone else is so that other people can approve of us. And so that ultimately we can approve of ourselves. Many of us operate under the idea that we cannot accept ourselves unless others do. If others accept us, if others approve of us, 
then we give ourselves permission to then approve of ourselves. But here's what I want to extend to you today. We are not meant to exist solely for the approval of others. Now, nor are we meant to exist for our own approval. That's not why we exist either. We exist. We have a body. We are on this planet because something greater than us as humans made us. Now, literally, a a female body is what made us in utero. But in terms of like what consciously created the process, that's not something that us humans were in charge of. So we have a purpose to be on earth, to exist beyond just being approved by others or even approving for ourselves. We are here for a greater purpose. We are here to create and to contribute to the world, even on the smallest of levels. But approving of ourselves is what makes life so much better. Now, others approving us, approving of us, can feel good, but not because of their approval necessarily, but because of what we make it mean. When other people approve of us, if we then look at that and think, oh, that means I'm lovable, that means I'm acceptable, to operate under those ideas feels really good. But at the end of the day, we are the ones that create how we feel with how we think about ourselves. And so approving of ourselves, regardless of what other people think about us, other people's opinions about us, that is a choice that we make based on how we choose to think about ourselves, based on how we consciously decide to think about ourselves, about our bodies, about whether or not we are acceptable. And this doesn't have to be based on what we look like in any fashion. We can just decide on purpose consciously to approve of ourselves just because we have the ability to choose. And we don't necessarily need to change our bodies in order to be approvable or acceptable. Now, for me, there have been seasons of my life where I felt like I should look different, where... I should look like someone else. I should change this or change that in order to be more acceptable, whether it's a person's face or a a body that I aspired to or a certain size. And this did not mean that I personally was weak. Wanting to look like someone else, it did not mean at all that I was weak. I was doing the best with what I knew. I was trying to survive in a world. And if we aren't taught otherwise, then those are some of the messages we get that we should look differently than we do, that we should aspire to a certain body size or a certain shape. And so when I think back to the times when I did want to look differently, holy cow, I have so much compassion for her. And not in any way do I think, oh my gosh, she was so weak for thinking that, especially since I don't think that way now. Instead, I look at her and just think, man, you were doing your best with what you knew. But I am so much stronger now than I was then when what dominated my view of myself was what other people thought because I have put in so much work to make these shifts to not put all of my value into the camp of other people's opinions. There are people whose opinions that I value and I recognize that my emotional state can be heavily influenced by those. But at all times, I take ownership over the fact that how I feel comes from how I am thinking about myself. 
and no one has to approve of me in order for me to approve of myself. And so as I look back on who I was when what I thought mattered was looking differently or, or changing my body in a more pleasing way, according to what I had learned. And now having things be so different for me, it made me think, what is it that made me stronger? And what is it that makes us strong? Especially so since with Ben, his comment to say, I want that body for function and for strength. Years ago, I could have related very little to that idea because so much of what I cared about was how other people thought of me and whether or not I was beautiful or acceptable. And now it has shifted so dramatically for me that when he said that, I got it. I was like, yeah, there are people's bodies that I look at where I'm like, man, I want that body, but not solely for how it looks, mostly for how it feels, for how it functions. And especially for someone like me with a a chronic illness, something that internally is not functioning properly, it's like, man, you know, what, what has really been obvious to me is how much I do want function and optimal health much more than aesthetics. Now I do love the way I look and I care about the way that I look and I will make changes to the way that I look, but that doesn't affect whether or not I think I'm approvable, whether I approve of myself. And so as I was thinking about this this shift that has happened in my mind and in my life where I have, have grown so much stronger over the last decade. What is it that has contributed to that? And there are three things that I believe make us stronger as humans and especially as women. Since we live in a society where physical appearance is prioritized and scrutinized, especially for the females, often more than anything else about a person. It's often the first thing that they notice and the thing that they talk about the very most is how a person looks. And I'm not blaming anybody for this. A lot of this was from my own personal experience and from that of of my clients that I've worked with. But we do live in a very physical appearance-focused society, especially on women. And this doesn't have to be a problem. We can navigate this with strength strength. And that's what I want to share with you today is how do we become stronger as humans and as women. And the first thing that makes us stronger is lifting heavy weights. This is literally what makes the human body stronger. When you put a human body under resistance and you ask it to respond, and then you ask it to prepare better for the next time, you literally strengthen the human body. You strengthen the muscles, you build muscle tissue, you strengthen your bones. So much for females because of their uh, genetics and because of hormones as they age, they naturally lose muscle mass and bone density. If you don't do anything proactive for either of those things, then they naturally decline over time. And when you take a bone and you put it under resistance, the things that it can do to strengthen it, there is nothing else. There is no, there's no medicine, there's no food that can strengthen a bone as dramatically as resistance training can. And when I think back to years and years ago, when I was first learning about exercise, I followed so many different ideas so religiously. I remember reading in a women's health magazine about how for females, it was optimal to 
do cardio, to alternate days, cardio and resistance training. And so that's what I did all through college. And even if I had an 8 a.m. class, I would get up at 6 a.m. and I would go running on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But then on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I would go to the campus gym and I would resistance train. But I would want to tone. I wouldn't want to get bulky. Can you hear all of these buzzwords? Oh, it makes me laugh just thinking about it. And so I would do high rep, low weight, because apparently that was what was ideal for the female physique. I believed all of these things, that there were these dramatic differences that either worked totally for you or totally against you as a female when it came to exercise. And again, I think back to her and I have so much compassion and I am so grateful to her for continuing to learn and for continuing to seek out information and for continuing to evolve because that is what has made me stronger, not just the lifting heavy weights, but continuing to learn about the human body and how to physically, literally make it stronger. So for me, discovering weightlifting and truly learning how to push myself to failure showed me that what mattered was not so much how I looked, but was what my body was actually capable of. When you can push your body and your muscles in particular to the point of failure, that is what then asks them to grow. It's saying, okay, they have been depleted and yet there is still a demand on them. So what is required is that we prepare better next time. We build more. We have more resources available so that next time we are put under this type of resistance, we will be better prepared. We will be more capable than we are in this moment. But pushing yourself to failure when it comes to heavy weights can be a very intimidating and scary thing. But because I have been willing to do that, because I have been willing to face that fear a little bit and to push myself to a point of, of extreme discomfort physically, my life now is so much less about changing my body to fit an external ideal and so much more about changing my body to be as strong and functional as possible. And like I mentioned, there are still aesthetic desires and I, I have those at all times in some way, but all of it is pursued with the belief that I am acceptable no matter what. So if I achieve my aesthetic desires, great. And if I don't, that's okay. Because my body is exactly what it needs to be. And these aesthetic changes, while they can be fun, they don't have any effect on whether or not I am acceptable. And that has made me stronger. Weightlifting shows that you are more than what people think about you. You are a dynamic individual with a physical capacity far beyond what you can imagine and far beyond what you probably believe for yourself. Your physical capabilities are an incredible way to reveal to yourself how amazing you are. And that is what weightlift, weightlifting can show you is a strength that you had no idea that you had. And so while weightlifting literally makes you stronger physically, lifting heavy weights creates a strength of belief in yourself and the fact that you can do hard things. I think about some of the workouts that I start my day with, and sometimes that is the hardest part about my day. Now there's a difference between 
physical ability and mental ability. But when you are lifting heavy weights, you are kind of challenging both. You are pushing both of those to the limit. You are pushing your physical capabilities to a limit and you are asking your mind to stop getting in the way, to allow you to push your body to those physical limits. And when you can start the day off that way by doing something that is so physically and mentally hard, your capability, your possibility for the remainder of your day dramatically increases. Because immediately right out the gate, you're saying, if I did something that hard this morning, then I can take on anything else that comes my way today. So while yes, the physical benefits of weightlifting are tremendous, it goes so much farther than that. And so I think one of the things that makes us stronger while literally yes is weightlifting, it makes us stronger in so many other areas. And so that's why I've included this here. The three things that make you strong, the first being weightlifting, well, yeah, duh, lifting weights, but not just because it can change the composition of your body and can change the quality of your function and your potential longevity, but because of what it can do for you mentally as well. And especially for women to take you out of that perspective, away from the idea that all you are good for is the way that you look. This is not true. And weightlifting is a great way to illustrate that to yourself and help you believe on your own. There's actually a lot more to me than just the way that I look. The second thing that makes us stronger is how you relate to food. How you relate to food determines how you treat your body every single day. When you can appreciate and understand what food does in your body and make choices based on function and based on love for the vessel that you are caring for and not on morality, you strengthen yourself physically, literally with how you are eating, but you empower yourself mentally because you become in charge of your life and your choices And you take ownership over those. You decide, how am I going to take care of this body that I did not create? Is that something I am going to do mindfully or am I going to ignore it and not feed it in a strategic way? When you look at what you believe about food and you separate that from the food itself, you become stronger and you empower yourself around food instead of being a victim to it a victim to it for better or for worse. And what I mean by this is that food itself is just a series of ingredients, a series of molecules. But then what happens is we create stories around food. We think it's how we celebrate. We think it's how we emotionally cope. We think that it's good if we eat a certain way. If it, that We think that it's bad if we eat a certain way. We think that we are a better human if we eat a certain way or that we are a lesser and weaker human if we eat a different way. And none of that is true. Food is neutral. It is not good or bad. It is a series of molecules that serves a purpose and has a function. And when you can separate the two, the food and what you think about the food, you open up the possibility for you to take ownership over the narrative that you have about food. You create the opportunity to facilitate a relationship that is healthy and strong. Because I believe that food is amazing and what it does is extraordinary, because I believe that calories are incredible, that we need energy and that the world 
has things available that is exactly the type of energy that we need for our bodies. Like how cool is that? Because I think that protein is incredible because I think that fat is so powerful and because I think that carbs are brilliant. I am stronger because I have a beautiful relationship with food because of so much work that I have put in into changing the way that I think about it. Because I believe that food is amazing, I'm in charge of my body and how I feel every time I take a bite. I can choose chicken breast and broccoli and feel so strong in that choice. And I can deliberately choose a donut and feel equally as strong in that choice because I have shifted all of my beliefs about food. That it's not good or bad. It's not going to make me fat. It's an incredible tool to create a quality of life that is extraordinary. And so much of this has come from education and understanding what food does in the body, removing the morality of it and just understanding literally like protein goes in the body and builds tissues. That's pretty freaking cool. Fat goes in and is super helpful in regulating your hormones. And I don't even have to think about it doing that. I just have to eat it. And it goes in there and it does that for me. And then carbs goes in and gives me energy so that I can sit here and record this podcast. And then after I can go pick up my kids and play with them after school. Like, isn't that just mind blowing that food can do that for us? So you better believe that because I have a great relationship with food, because of me deciding on purpose how to learn about it, to remove the morality around it, and also to appreciate it for what it does and to be very strategic with how I eat, that I'm able to create a quality of life that's better than if I hadn't put in all this work. And that makes me stronger. I can create a quality of life that is stronger overall because I've been willing to look at my relationship with food. The third thing that makes us stronger is how you talk to yourself. You can weaken yourself tremendously, physically, mentally, and emotionally, simply by what you are telling yourself. These simple sentences running through your brain, these simple thoughts have such an influence in whether you are weaker physically, mentally, and emotionally, or whether you are stronger in those three areas. This is because how we think leads to how we feel. Single thoughts lead to single emotions, and we have so many thousands of thoughts in a day. Thus, we have so many thousands of emotions in a day, and how we are feeling determines how we show up in the world. You dictate your strength and your presence in the world by the words in your mind. If you believe that you are not talented enough to do something, not smart enough to start something, not good enough to be loved, you weaken yourself. But that's not because any of those things are true. It's simply because of a sentence in your mind that you are choosing to allow to dictate what you will allow in your life. You are not actually weak. You are simply weak in your life because of this self-imposed limitation, because of these sentences that you are allowing to run through your mind without deliberate intention. Now, Ben, for example, talking about Steph Curry, who is an incredible athlete, he doesn't, Ben doesn't tell himself that his body doesn't look good enough. He admires his body because of sheer admiration of the capability 
he would love to have that body, not because he thinks anyone else would like him anymore, but because, man, wouldn't it be cool to be able to function at that elite level? There is a difference between admiring people's appearances and thinking, man, that would be so cool. And if I had that, then I'd be more acceptable. If I looked that way, I might be more lovable because the latter is not true. So go on appreciating other people's appearances, but remember not to dictate your own acceptableness on your appearance and whether or not it matches someone else or matches what someone says is valuable because you get to decide whether or not you are acceptable and you can weaken yourself by believing that you aren't, but it's not because it's true that you are not acceptable. It's simply a sentence in your mind that has not had enough attention and examination. Now for me, I am stronger in every way physically, mentally, emotionally, and beyond, because I have spent so much time paying attention to my self-talk, the sentences that I allow in my mind. And I still have those criticisms come up often. And those aren't things I'm ever working to get rid of, but I am very deliberate with whether or not I allow them to stay in my mind. I notice them and I do not let them pass. If they cross my consciousness, I am very deliberate in saying, No, that is not allowed here. There is no upside to thinking this way. This will not make us any better. This will not make our day any better. I have spent years paying attention to this. I have also spent years paying attention to my relationship with food, to what I think about it, to how I relate to it. And I also have spent years lifting weights, lifting heavy weights, and really pushing my body beyond what I thought it was capable of. And my strength physically has ebbed and flowed. But my mental fortitude, because of this this look, this peak that I've gotten into my physical capability, is extraordinary. Just because I know my body is so much more amazing than I even understand. And I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to see what else I will be able to do today, tomorrow, next year, in five years. And that type of mentality about myself, that type of perspective of my life and the world has made everything stronger. What makes us stronger, especially as women, is an unconditional acceptance of our bodies. And that comes and is accomplished in these three areas by these three things. How you talk to yourself, how you relate to food, and physically pushing your body to its limits. My friend, you have so much untapped strength. I believe this is true for everybody. Pay attention to these three areas and tap into that strength that is so exciting. You have no idea how much stronger in your future you will be. So it's worth putting in the work to pay attention to these three areas. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. 
On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.